Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Locatora Radio. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Muñoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, locamores. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. Welcome back. This is Mala. And this is Diosa. And we are Las Locatoras, your hosts. Locatora Radio is a podcast archiving the brilliance and legacies of women and femmes of color. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another capítulo of Brown Girl Hour. We're so excited. I don't know. Every time we record, I'm just like so happy. Can't yeah. wait to get into the talk. I always get super pumped. I feel like the energy's good and I'm always like, it's going to be a fabulous, fantastic day. That's how I feel. Oh yeah. Saturdays are usually like my favorite days. Same here. Same here. Because those are our recording days. Yeah, absolutely. Um... And I just, you know, I want to thank everybody that has been listening to the last two capítulos. Um, we shared them all within, or both of them within the same week. Um, yeah. So we had Loca Epistemologies Part 2, 
And then we had our Mi Cuerpo, Mis Reglas with the ladies of Planned Parenthood OC. And we talked about uh, the Orange County Women's March. And today is actually Women's March Los Angeles, yes. Women's March Orange County, right? Um, and we're not there today. We're not we, at the Women's March. No, you know, being at marches is in, you know, public events are really important. Um, but we also wanted to pre- preserve our energy. I mean, we have a really special guest that we're going to be recording with instead of attending the Women's yes. March. So we felt like that was just as important. So, yeah, that's why we're not there. But if you're if you are there by the time you're listening, we're there. Right. More power to you. You know, hope you were safe. Yeah, I, I marched last year. Um, my job always has like a contingent, a group of people that goes and meets up and marches. And so I went last year. It was a great experience. We recorded a capitulo about the yes. Women's March last year. So yes. it's something that we're, we're either we've participated in or we've talked about it and, and all of our support and our love and we hope it goes well. Yeah, so throwback, if you haven't listened to that capitulo, I believe it's capitulo cinco of um, Pa' Que Nos Invitan... Oh, yeah. If we're going to hold white women accountable. Oh, yeah, because it was about holding white women accountable last yes, year. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, tune into that one if you would like, if you haven't already, or maybe you want to re-listen. Um, so, yeah, we're super excited to be recording today. Um, and we're doing something new today. Yes. Yeah, so if we sound a little weird. <laughs> it's because we're adjusting. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay. So, um, by the time you've, you're listening to this, you will know that we are launching a YouTube channel. Yes. We're super excited. So, this is our first time that we're recording with a camera on yeah. us. It's a little awkward. It's a little awkward to adjust. Um, I don't really know where to look. Yeah. Normally, I look at Mala, but now <laughs> like, I've had to situate my body a little differently. So, yeah. um, we're, we're figuring excited. it out. It's I, new for us. I feel like I need a, I was telling Mala, I feel like I need a cushion to sit on so I'm a little taller, you know, petite bitch problems is petite what we were saying. Petite bitch problems. Those are real problems. Mala was like, oh yeah, yeah, we can get you one. And I was like, girl, I have one in my car. I drive with a little, with a little, a little cushion. That is so cute. I know. Aww. I know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, I think that maybe we can get into like our segment, yes. our new segment, um, yeah. <laughs> One minute. One second. One second. Well, we get situated. Well, we're, we get situated. We're adjusting, like we said. And, you know, our locamores, we just love the, the, we really appreciate and respect and honor the love that you show for us. So we always want to give y'all more. So starting the YouTube channel is, you, you know, another way for y'all to engage with us you know, to watch maybe like maybe we'll do some behind the scenes stuff and, and to really see what it's like when we record. Um, and also to show out because we always come really cute to recording yes, days. Yes, we always come in our outfits, but we don't always take pictures. Right. And it's honestly a travesty. Like, I know. Um, hello, like this needs to be documented. <laughs> I look so cute. Right. I agree. I put in thought when I'm going to when I'm going to come and record and stuff. So. So, yeah, now yeah. you'll get to see it in vivo like yeah. a novella. So. Um, I think it's time for us to get into our segment. Yes. Question time. <laughs> Ask las locatoras. Oye locas. Yes. Oye locas. So in this segment, we uh, received a question on our curious cat. And this was 
a question that was asked back in September, so I'm excited that we're going to be able to answer it. So if you're, li- I hope you're listening. So the question is, how did y'all tap into your personal style? Mm. Were you always so fashionable, or did it come recently? Well, first of all, thank you. Yeah, for thank you very much. That. That's so sweet. Thank you for calling us fashionable. Yeah, we try a lot. We put a lot of effort into. We honestly, we put a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it, I don't know if it looks effortless. I don't think it does, but it's, it's a co- it's a combination yeah. of of actually putting time and effort into it because it's fun and I like it I agree and also sometimes there is that kind of just effortless just Mm -hmm. I did just you know crawl out of my apartment right and this is how I came out right you know take it or leave it type of a thing but so how did you tap into your personal style Diosa Mm, okay well I feel like I'm just body con everything to be completely honest oh yeah body con every day yeah yeah um I think because I'm since I am petite I feel like I get lost in clothing so you know shout out to Rihanna because she does not and I I hope to channel that one day to like just be able to rock something really loose and big but personally, I feel like I get lost. So I I just try to, to basic, basically tailor my outfits to how I want my body to look. Right. Um, what makes me feel... I actually <laughs> feel the most comfortable in form-fitting things, which is really weird. Um, no, that's, a, that's real. But yeah, because I just... That's very real. Yeah, I, that's when I feel the most comfortable. Like, okay, yeah, you can see all of me. Yeah. And that's what I want. That's the goal. That that's is the, the goal. entire purpose. <laughs> yes. See me. See all of me. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I think just like style inspos. Um, I really like JLo. JLo, like I love her nude looks. Whenever I'm thinking of like high glam, I'm always thinking of, or she's one of the people I think of as JLo. Yeah. I love all the, the glitter and the nude Absolutely. and the gloss and her straight hair, or her big hair. And one day I want to rock a, a really big ponytail. <gasps> That's my goal. That's going to be a 2018 goal. A hair piece. I want a hair a piece. Pony. I do. I want a pony. I've been thinking about experimenting with hair pieces. Yeah. But no, I love that. I can that that's you. That's yeah. your style. That's your look. Mm-hmm. It's glam. It's it's pinks. It's girly. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, and then I think um, just to like personalize it, I always like to throw in something. Um, I always like use the word funky, like something funky. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be like shoes or like a purse or earrings. A detail. A detail. An accessory. Yeah, an accessory that's like, okay, that's me. That's what I like. A signature piece. Yes, a signature piece, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Signature (laughs) pieces are really important. Yeah. Um, I love that. So for me, my style, my personal style, I've gone through a lot of different phases. Like, I've gone through many phases, but even in my youth, like, there was a period of time where I went through my, like, I only listened to Evanescence (laughs) and No Doubt, and I wore all black, and I had the black jellies. I had a little goth period, too. Yes, we have our goth period. I had, like, a little rockabilly period, and I would do the hair and the whole thing. I loved it. Honestly, it was so cute. I loved it so much. I could still see this, like, rockabilly look on you. Oh, yeah. Like, I still see it. I do like retro looks. I like retro looks. I like vintage looks, 70s looks, especially like disco looks. I like to emulate Cher a lot because I feel like that's somebody that I can emulate. Mm -hmm. You know, I try not to like go too far out of my lane. I'm like, (laughs) this is accessible to me, so I'm going to do this. I feel like my style is also very LA, like very West Coast. Mm -hmm. I do because it's kind of like cute and summery, but I think that it has somewhat of like a a little bit of a hip hop element to it. I think that I got a lot of style inspiration when I lived in London. I did a year abroad and just like the street fashion, the style out there, like shopping at Primark, like was everything to me and I loved it. And I love how like in the UK, there's a lot of playing with like structure and with collars and 
you know, like accessories and things like that. So I had a lot of fun do, um, out there. And then I also think that Koreatown is a style yeah, inspo that for makes me. Sense. I live basically in Koreatown, Koreatown adjacent. And like Koreatown street style is its own shit. And people do not mm-hmm. give Koreatown fashions enough credit. And I will just say that Koreans have some of the like, like, yeah. I don't know, like, their style choices, the clothes, the brands that they're wearing, like, dope. Love it. So, I think that's where my style comes from. Yeah. It's a mix match. I feel like also, um, my, I feel feel like I dress, not that I dress differently because I don't think I change myself, but I think my partner will also influence what I wear. That's a thing. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I've had my periods where I've dressed, like, really, really sexy, you know, and then I've had my periods where maybe I'm a little more, more modest Mm -hmm. or more casual, or whatever when I, I don't know it just depends yeah but I but in this in the same way like just to echo like I just I still try to like add my little my signature to it so that oh, it's yeah. diosa, you know no matter what it is <laughs> it's gonna have your elements on it yeah 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 I think like you said Rihanna is a huge style she inspiration mm-hmm. she encourages me to try different silhouettes and to try like baggy stuff and form-fitting stuff so that's if I'm doing something that's kind of baggier or I'm doing a mix match of like tight and loose, it's it's very much admittedly a Rihanna inspired yes. look. Yes. You know, when you wear your, your denim jacket, I'm like, mm, yes, that is a Rihanna look. Oh, yeah. My giant denim jacket. That's all Rihanna. Yeah. I have like a giant Aaliyah shirt. That's my Rihanna inspo. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to push myself Love this her. year to, I think, play with the silhouettes like you said. Um, and we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I like when New Year's happen and style changes and the color of the year this year is like a really nice violet. Um, <gasps> yes. Yeah. And last year it was, you know, the, the rose quartz pink and the baby blue, which you saw everywhere. So mm-hmm. I really like to see the colors of the year and like mm-hmm. keep up with them. So I'm this year it's violet. So I'm excited to play with that color too. It's a fun color. Yeah. And because I love purples. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot that can be done with it. I agree. So, so our, our, um, we have a guest today (gasps) and she actually just texted that she's ready. This is the very first time we're doing a phone interview. So we're really excited, really pushing ourselves this year to, to do more. Try Um, new things. So we're really excited. I'm going to text her and tell her to call. Yes. And you all are going to love this guest. I'm so excited for our listeners. Yes. And for us. So while we wait for her to call, um, I just, you know, wanted to, I'll do a quick introduction, but. Our guest today is actually Joanna of Unapologetically Brown series. Wow. So yes. in case you haven't seen anything, but I'm positive our locomotives have, oh, yeah. she does street art all over New York City, and it's really to empower the black and brown community, especially women, um, talking about undocu- and being undocumented, yeah. um, just being of color, being resilient, yeah. being amazing, doing the damn thing. Yeah. So I'm really excited that we get to talk with her, and she's calling now. And she's calling, so we're going to bring her on. Did she turn the mini on? Yeah, the mini is on. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. (laughs) You guys are in sync every week. We are. We're always in sync. So this is Diosa, just so you know. And this is Mala. Thank you for calling. We're recording. Yes. You know, we're live, basically, so welcome. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so sorry I'm late. You know, the MTA actually wants to ruin lives and stuff, but we don't let them. It's oh, okay. Yeah, we no. understand. We're always on Brown Girl Hour. Yes, we get it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. I should have known. Yes. So I'm really happy that you can, you know, be on the phone with us today. Um, I did a little introduction 
before you called. So I, but I want to give our listeners a chance for you to really introduce yourself and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Joanna Turunio, and I'm the creator of the Unapologetically Brown series. I'm a Salvadoran, New York-based street artist, visual artist, whatever I have to do to empower my community's artist. Right. Um, yes. And I run the Unapologetically Brown series, which is a multimedia uh, street series meant to empower women of color. Um, and the way that I do that now is through visuals and street art. Yeah. And then, yeah. When did you start taking your art and making it public out on the street? When did that begin for you? Well, honestly, that started when I was in high school, when I was like you know, 15, 16, I started putting up little posters in my hallway at school, you know, because I was a pretty rebellious kid. I was the like one of the only few openly queer kids in school. Okay. Me too. So <laughs> I, was, I was always fighting against somebody, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So making little posters here and there, especially when I was trying to start the first uh, queer club at my high school. Um, but then... After that, I just kind of sat on it, and it didn't occur to me until I started the series about a year ago on SoundCloud. So it was an audio project at first. I wanted it to be, I don't know, I think I wanted it to be a podcast where I read poetry or something. But then I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not really cut for that. Like, I, I don't know how to do that. So I took it back to the original, to the posters, and I just started putting all the poetry and the clothes with um, the women of color and stuff like that onto paper and then putting it on the street. Interesting. That's amazing. So can you explain to us or maybe our listeners um, what your process is like? Um, you mentioned that what's on the, the actual posters is your poetry. So how do you decide like what photo you're going to use or, yeah. you know, can you talk to us about that? Yeah. Okay. So my poster making process, I guess sometimes isn't that luxurious. It's like not that fun because it's either poetry, you know, I write myself, or I, I pick, like, you know, Angela Davis or Asada mm. Shakur, uh, uh, people that I feel are very revolutionary, um, and I want to highlight those people because I feel like we don't usually, you know, right. um, for whatever. So, um, as far as, as the other concepts, like the flowers, and those are either random or I research, you know? Okay. Um, so, for my TPS poster I just wanted to make sure I honored like Central America and the Caribbean so I did some research on that um but the poster making isn't like it's not I can make a poster on the train I can make a poster you know while I'm in bed like that's whatever it to me the most sacred part of what I do is the actual street work of it which is the labor of putting on the street right that's very you know that takes time and and an actual like literal physical labor right because oh, yeah. i have to right. be consistent i have to make sure that there's posters on the street at all times um which is amazing because yes it's just me that does it but then i also make the posters available for free sure. online yes. so other people have taken advantage of that and put up posters in their own communities throughout the whole country so that that's a good segue into yeah. um the next topic I, I wanted us to talk about art and accessibility um mm-hmm. because when watching i watched your the, the video the incredible video that me too did on your on your work that mm-hmm. features you mm-hmm. and you talk about how you make your art accessible on a google drive so can you yeah. talk about that yeah um so i was 
you know, the the main thing for me in this work, once I realized, you know, SoundCloud is not my venue, I, it became all about accessibility to, you know, to the best of my ability and what I could do. Right. So I thought if the posters, um, you know, once I started to realize that the posters were making a significant difference in my community and I was seeing a positive response and, you know, um, when I see pictures of, of women of color like on the street next to my posters like that makes my whole day because that's why I do this work so putting it on Google became obvious to me as soon as I realized um, you know this work should be everywhere but I cannot be everywhere at once so putting it available online for people that have access to it and have the ability to go out into the street and do what I do um, it made, made logical you know made perfect sense to me so that's fabulous that's why. I'm wondering, you know, when you were younger, when you were growing up, did you ever see street art that spoke to you the way that you hope your campaign speaks to women of color? Feel me? Like, was there an example that you had that, that inspired you to do this or, or that you had already had exposure to? Um, when I was growing up, honestly, no. Um, there was not a lot of that going around like you know i didn't yeah. grow up in a place where a lot of street art yes street art yes of course but not art that represented me or or you know or that i saw myself in it now my work does come from el salvador and mm-hmm. how i brought the way that we express pain in my country through street work and through murals which is you know very very heavy at the time in the civil war sure so I didn't forget about that and I you know it's like a perfect marriage of, mm. of the two and and blending social media has been the key for me oh yeah um, bringing the street and and social media together into a perfect hybrid has been has been the key to my work um, so that's amazing and yeah. I'm you know we did um, a capitulo about street harassment and a lot of our locamores submitted um, you know their narratives and their first-hand experiences about facing street harassment and many of them were women of color so we know that the streets for us are are really not very safe places for for many of us and so i'm wondering like you're a mujer and you're doing street art and i wonder how safety like figures in for you when you're putting up your art and whether that's safety because of like just other people or the police how does that work for you yeah um you know what luckily like living in new york so busy here you know people on the street don't give a shit about what you're doing mm. of course yes there is absolutely harassment i'm that i'm not saying that there isn't um but i like to go out during the day um a lot of people have a misconception that i must do this at like 3 a.m mm. you know in the dark right all black. And yes i wear all black i wear my black overalls and usually a black shirt but no i'm i'm out doing this in the middle of the day when i can actually see my community when i can actually see the people on the street because you know when i you when you do this as often as i do this and you know uh some of the same areas because i try and keep a rotation in some of the same places right yeah. people get to know you and that's very important yeah. to me to actually interact with my community and be in the streets you know so um luckily i haven't had very many instances where people bothered me yeah there's been a couple times where like you know you'll see tourists that don't have any concept of boundaries and just randomly pull out a camera and start taking pictures of you while you're working okay um which you know, i wouldn't mind unless you know if you asked me i probably wouldn't care you know mm-hmm. but if you have no boundary that's different um the police <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't acknowledge the nypd <laughs> and, and that's all <laughs> there you go well, but, 
I think what you're doing is another way for that a woman of color can really reclaim public space. Oh, right? yeah. You're putting your art out there and you're putting it specifically for, you know, black and brown women, queer folks. So I think you are, yes. you know, reclaiming space in that way when we've known, especially when we talked in our sexual harassment episode, that the, pub, the public space is not necessarily a place for us, right? Yeah. We don't really have, there's no safety right. for us. Yeah. So that's another way that you're really reclaiming that, which is so powerful. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to, um, I definitely wanted to reclaim that and also really just disrupt that space that is so, um, that is so white, you know, yeah. especially out here in New York where we have very, very fashion heavy industry and, and the streets um, reflect that. So we have an influx of uh, European uh, standards that are, you know, plastered all over the streets. So to me, that's very exhausting, sure. right? Um, so I wanted to combat that and in essence, reclaim, um, you know, the very places that we ex- we exist in every single day. Why not, you know, have a space sure. that is for us? Um, so that was very important to me. Thank you yeah. so much for, I mean, you know, kind of talking about your process and the work that you do. I think it also kind of demystifies a lot as far as being a street artist and creating art in public space. I think maybe especially a lot of young women might think like, that's something that's totally out of reach for me. I could never do that. I have to be a part of a certain subculture or a street culture or whatever to participate. But you're creating something that you don't have to have access to a studio, right? No, like intense art equipment to accomplish what you're accomplishing. No, 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 not at all. And like, that's something that I always want to remind people is that like, I I literally started my series and my work um, by Googling and, and, and YouTubing what yeah. I needed to know because I had no idea how to make glue when I started. I had no idea what kind of paper. I had no idea what software. I literally had no knowledge yeah. whatsoever. Right. Um, so, so it is important to me to just remind people, like, you can literally... I realize that we don't all have access to, to the same things, right? Exactly. But um, to get scrappy and creative and, and do it yourself, like, literally as DIY as it gets, mm-hmm. um, yeah. mm-hmm. is how this work started. Because trust me, I had no idea what i was doing i yeah. was just like oh i'm gonna google and youtube these things and another important thing that is important is and i'm doing in my work is i do workshops to teach people how to do what i yes. do not because i feel like it can't be figured out but because honestly when i started to look this stuff up on the internet i was forced to watch videos on videos of white men right. talking about street art and and tutorials from like shepherd fairy and like people mm. like that which mm. is fine but it's not for me you right. know what i'm saying like <clears throat> and you know, so I wanted to make sure that now that I have this knowledge, um, I teach I teach people, you know, especially Absolutely. kids. So, like, I've done some workshops in the Bronx to teach people, uh, kids, how to make wheat paste. Because I just want to pass what I know down, right? Yeah. And that's the whole intent of my work. Yeah, and that's, that's really what community is, right? I have this resource now. Okay. Let me share it with you so you can share it with your friend and you can share it with your prima, right? Absolutely. 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 Oh, I love it. Yes. Thank so, you. Yeah, thank you thank so much. You. We're going to go into our song break.
And we are back. And we're back barely. <laughs> we barely made it. Hello, Joanna, are you there? Joanna, are you with us? I'm here. Okay, cool. Excellent, fabulous. So can you tell me a little bit, what does being a Capricorn mean to you? Because, you know, lots of people like to shit on caps. Lots of people like to shit on caps. I know, I know, yes. it's horrendous. And you know what? I think that I think that male Capricorn energy is trash. So I yes, thank you. But um, feminine Capricorn. Oh, oh, we lost her. No, the call dropped. Okay, let us call her back. We're gonna get back. We're gonna get her back. She was about to say something she really was, good about feminine you know Capricorn what? energy. So we gotta get her back. It was the government it silencing us government. again. <laughs> it was the feds. It's they always were listening. the feds. It's always the feds. It's always the feds. I wonder if we can just edit that out. Maybe. It's a blooper. <laughs> this is, these are bloopers. Hello? Oh, <gasps> what happened? Uh, maybe she went under a bridge or something. I think she's home now. Okay. I'm just going to say call us. Yeah, she'll call us back. We yeah. can We can talk more. We can talk more. Um, talk about what Capricorn slander is new to me because I feel is it like really? you are like the you and like maybe another friend are like the only Capricorns that are like really in my life. Oh, I feel I like see. I don't have many Capricorns in my life. Oh, oh she there is. she is. Hello. Hey, I'm so sorry. It's okay. it's okay. We were saying that it was the Feds. The Feds silencing your Capricorn <laughs> slander again. It's always the Feds. I know. Yes, no, some um... Capricorn was listening. No, no. Um, yeah, it's just being a Capricorn and our loneliness and our, you know, we're very conservative sometimes, which can be like, oh, I can get on my own nerves. But other than that, like, you know, being a Capricorn to me is like, you know, we have our shit together and like, or at least we think we do. We, we try we to. Do. <laughs> the appearance of generally, I like to think like I generally have my shit together and it could be worse, right? That's how I like the perspective I like to put it on it. It's going to be worse. That's hilarious. But no, okay, so I think we wanted to talk about like love and dating and romance, right? Yes. Um, I yes. am. Let's do it. Let's super, talk about it. Super, I can admit this. I am super obsessed with your relationship with your partner. <laughs> so cute. You two are so cute. It is like, to me, like such a like beautiful representation of like queer love. Um, and obviously, I haven't met y'all, but social media has that way of making you feel like you know everybody. Yes. Um, We're like all yeah, in no, kinship. Yes. So, yeah, we just want to talk about, you know, queer love, dating, romance, all the good stuff. Yes, I'm here for all of these topics. Yes. You know, you know, you know, I consider Instagram to be a dating app. I'm just going to put it that is, out there. It is. It is. How did y'all meet? No, it is. definitely is a community. Well, actually, we we were like following each other through Instagram because of the work that she does and then the work that I do. Um, she wrote an article that I thought was super fire and I think I started following her because of that. And then, but we met in person at Pride. Love so, it. So basically Instagram brought y'all together. It was Instagram. So it is a you met app. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I love it. Definitely. I've met people on Instagram. We it's met on thing. Instagram. We met on Instagram. Yeah, but we were friends first. Me and her, me and Amy were friends first. Okay. Like we were, we were little bit and then we were like oh okay so what's up you know cute that's, great. that's really great do you know other people yeah. who have also met on instagram yeah i think people just meet each other on instagram now I yeah think that's just like that's 
I, I don't think that that's like um, so much outside of the norm anymore. No. no. Up, you know the follow like, a follow back is almost like a match yeah i feel like it's like a woman of color thing like mm. building community women of color with queer folks yes. like q walk like i feel yeah. like it's very interconnected and if you're outside of that like maybe you don't get it right like i know my partner is Not always plugged in yeah my partner is always like everybody that i follow i literally know like i don't understand how you don't know these people and i'm like no but i know them you know what i mean and yeah. like he doesn't get it oh, obviously Yes, no, I was like, no, I totally agree. Like, I think that it's a very valid uh, way of, you know, building community with people and like getting to know people. And like, you know, I notice when somebody I follow, like, oh, they haven't posted, like, what's wrong? Like, are you all right? Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, like, that, there's a sense of like building a relationship with people and you keep up with each other's work. Like, literally, my if it weren't for social media, for, there's obviously negative aspects to it. But I think that we, we often forget to celebrate the you know the the relationships and the beauty that we can build through instagram it's so true also question is somebody not having any social media a deal breaker Mm -hmm. is it a red flag yes what does it mean these days it's a it's a red flag it's a red flag right it's a red flag who are you and why are you like so on the low like i don't know i don't know are you yeah. married? Exactly. That's the first question. Are you married? Are you married? <laughs> Do you have kids? Are you secretly married? Do you have a wife? I need to know. No, thank you. I'm Literally. Not on that shit. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm not here for it. If you're like, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Maybe it's because I'm so, I'm so on social media, like a yeah. very public person. So I think for me, it's just weird if you're, if you're not at all. I can't know? even imagine. Like, and maybe that says more about us than it does about them. Like, maybe no. we're the... No, no, no. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, never mind. I take it back. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's true. It's just such, like, this is just our day and age. Like, this is just the standard, you know? And if you're not meeting the standard, then it's off, you know? Right. I agree. Definitely. I agree completely. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I will say, though, I will say, though, that I think the fact that we like will follow each other before we date each other or before we meet each other in real life. It's like now this person has all this insight into you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, so so are they it's like, are you just saying this because you think you know what I want to hear because you look at all my posts and I'm ranting and I'm giving my perspectives and now you think, you know what I mean? Is is what I'm getting from you authentic or are you tailoring it based on what you've seen on my social media? That's real. No, that's 100% true. And and it's funny because, like, me and Amy do these, like, what ifs all the time. Like, oh, what if we had met in a different way? Or, like, she was um, she was doing my makeup today, and I was like, oh, what if we had met and you were doing my makeup? <laughs> How cute. That's Imagine. adorable. <laughs> I love that, actually. Yeah. You fall in love with your makeup artist. Yes. Could you imagine? Mm, yes. Oh yes. My God, I so would. How cute. How fucking cute. Oh. No, that. Yeah, so... I would, I would definitely. I think we also wanted to ask, you know, if there was any other like advice or tips, hints, insights for tricks for any of our listeners who like want to start their own project. I know for us, from the perspective of of DIY podcasters, we've given our tips and things before, but we want to hear from you. What would your tips be for our listeners? Yeah. um, Okay. So my tips would be to literally use anything you can Mm -hmm. which is like you know google youtube anything that will lend you the information and tools that you need to build 
your project, you know, um, like when I first started this, I literally had no idea. Like I downloaded some shitty app to do my posters <laughs> and I was literally Googling everything as I was going right. um, and ask questions and reach out to your peers and your friends and, you know, to artists that you, that you feel like, you know, um, that you admire and just I think that that's really important to me is just distributing the information that we know yeah. and giving it back to the community because that's how we build and that's how we change um, everything is to really um, reinforce each other through information and community and arts. And I think that's all a very, very um, substantial, radical act of healing. I love that. Yeah, that's I amazing. That. Yeah, that is amazing. And, you know, I also want to say while we're talking about doing projects yourselves social media this is something that Diosa and I have talked about before but when it comes to social media and like creativity I feel like it's really the women of color and the queer folks who are killing it yeah and who are really revolutionizing things I'm just gonna yeah. say this oh, it's amazing. not it's not straight men it's not cishet men no. they're not doing it they're not no, no. and they haven't been doing it I mean hello no. like all the creativity all the cool shit is it's women of color queer folks it's queer folks yeah, no, absolutely and like that ass, I've noticed, like it's the year of the underdog. It's the it's been mm. it's the time of the underdogs. It's the time of of women in terms of color. It's time for the queer kids to be like, yo, what's up? So we here? It's you know we're not taking any of that shit anymore. And yes. I think that that's very beautiful. Oh yeah. And what I want, and what I want is for like the young like artists and creators right now who are really just taking up the online space and getting recognition. I want history to like really identify that yeah. and celebrate us, you yeah. know. And I and I don't yeah. want it to get pushed to the to the wayside. Like I want us to leave a mark, right. really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we are, you know, when I think about this, and and I think about this all the time, actually, you know, consciously of like what I'm working on, what I'm doing what other people are doing, you know, one of the reasons why I reached out to you, you know, to you all is because I really respect what you're doing. And, and I think that collaboration is like the biggest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that honestly, like, that's it. You yeah. know, this is, this is the wave and this is how we take each other to, and we elevate each other to other places. And we set a precedent of like, no, this is what we demand now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No, no. For, you know, yeah. when it, setting a present of like what it means, you know, reinfor you know, reinserting ourselves in spaces where they've tried to push us out, even though we've built those spaces, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it's all about bringing back to, to the original, bring it back to who, who, who did this in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. Yeah. I'm inspired. I'm very inspired. I'm inspired. <laughs> yes. Let's get this work done. Yes. Let's do this. Yes. This creativity. Yes. Yes, I well, wanna um, thank you again so much yeah, for like thank you for being here for the work that you do for being an inspiration for really giving some solid like real hands on advice to yes. our listeners and I know that we have a lot of creative listeners yes who have their own projects yes. or who want to start their own projects and we want everybody like pick up that camera write down that idea get started you know most definitely and that's that's how anything starts you know I. I cannot sit here and tell you that when I started this project, I knew that one day I would be sitting down talking to people, right. you know, that care about the work. I had no idea that I would, you know, the fact that I'm talking to you right now, right, to you two, right. is, um, tells me that what I'm doing is, is working and like, but I had no idea when I started this, that this yeah. would lead to this decision. So like I tell people like, don't, you know, I understand feeling discouraged, but like the, take that picture, you mm -hmm. know, make that, write that poem write that story because you have no idea where it will take you you literally have no idea where it will take you because yeah. i had 
I had no idea. Yeah. No idea that a little project I started in my bathtub, writing in my journal, all sad and shit. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> was going to bring me here to this moment right here where we're speaking in right now. Yeah. Yes, the possibilities are truly endless. And yes. we want our listeners to like, you guys, like, go do it. Do it. The possibilities are it. endless. We have the talent, you know? Yes, absolutely. And people are hungry for it. I'm going to yes. tell you this right now. Yeah. Our communities, want, we want work that's for us by us we want yep. to support our people like i'm serious, like you know i feel that so heavily we want to you know we want to uplift each other like yes that is so, so that is so real content. Yeah. No, that's so real because, yeah. you know, Mila and I, we're always talking about how, like, we want, we're hungry for, like, TV shows. Oh, yeah. I'm, I like, oh, I, yeah. I really yeah. want queer folks on yeah. TV. I want to see Latinas, women of color, on black TV. folks yeah. on TV. Yeah. You know, and Movies. I, absolutely. And it, right. And I wanted to move beyond pain, right? Like, I, I want it to be a rom com. I want it to be a sitcom. I want it to be us just living our best the lives. Comedy. Right. You know, I, I want it to be funny. Yes. Action, adventure, yeah. everything. I want yeah. us to literally see us doing every single thing. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I completely agree with you. Like, and we're the ones that need to be writing, writing the TV shows, writing the yeah, screenplays, putting the I'm art good. out there. Yes. Yes. We need to be the ones that, you know, we need to be the ones sitting at the head of the table for these conversations, not sitting, you know, to the side, yes. because that's the issue we have now is we have a lot of people having conversations about us. And they're not asking. They're not talking to us. Well, you know, in fact, we should be the ones that are leading the. They're leading the way because yeah, right. uh, you all have tried long enough, and no, thank you. You have served. You haven't served as well. So we'll take it from here. You know yeah, what I'm we got it. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Like we got it. Like please don't don't bother. So, uh, Joanna, can you tell our listeners like where they can follow you and keep up with your work, and where they can also access the, the prints that you've made available publicly? Yes. So you can. The best way to keep up with the series as of now um, is definitely Instagram, and that's at the Unapologetically Brown series. And um, we have a website where you can access the community posters that are all free. And then, um, obviously, there's some in the online shop that are not available in the in the community posters, but they all make their rounds. Um, I try and keep them all in a, you know take some out and put some in so yes mm-hmm. oh and you mm-hmm. also have sweaters and t-shirts which i saw and you got some short sleeves some yes. long sleeves, some cute and some... yeah and we're coming we're coming to la yes oh so yes when is that we'll be there in March. <gasps> i already told amy that yeah, it is definitely. on my calendar how exciting yes <laughs> okay cool so, so we can look forward to seeing you out here oh i yes. feel a meetup coming we're on we're gonna get into some trouble i feel a meetup here. coming on i was actually going to ask you <gasps> I, I wanted out to you all um i would love if if you guys would do me the honor of doing a q a with me at a meetup with, um, oh my god absolutely yeah, yes the answer is yes. I do panels out here. When we do socials and stuff, usually Amy is the one that sits alongside me and asks me questions. But it's going to be her birthday weekend, so I don't want to be having my shorty be doing questions. Oh, oh she's here. <laughs> she's there. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, girl. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. Turn up, panel, brunch. everything, yeah. brunch. So, so I will definitely reach out with more details, but 
I'm I'm so here to collaborate with I you. Love when I, go Ooh, out yes. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, my goodness, for being yes. here and for talking to us. And I cannot thank wait to so meet much. you. Yes. Did you have any any just anything else you wanted to say? because um, we're about to wrap up here and play the last song that you brought to us, but were there any other final words that you wanted our, our listeners to hear before we wrap up today? Now I just wanted to just remind everybody to just do the thing, write mm-hmm. the poem, write the song, create the content because we're here for it. Um, our communities are here for it. So yeah, I, I just really, really want to inspire people to do whatever it is it that they wish to do. Um, everybody has a place in the revolution if they're willing to work for it. So I'm here for I'm here for it. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. great. Beautiful Thank words. You. Thank you so much for being here again. We're super, so super much. great to get to talk to you. Remember to follow, tweet, give us a review on iTunes. Subscribe, share. You know what you got to do. You yes. know, the, make the rounds, the social media rounds. Yes. And thank you once again to Joanna for being here with us. We'll catch you next thank time. Thank you so much. Besitos. Besitos. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.